Oh, you thought Lockdown Wild was going to avoid Christmas Carol season? Think again. We hit you with the 12 days of wild Christmas on today's episode of Lockdown Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked On Wild. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we get festive with our 12 days of wild Christmas. You're going to love it. We'll also talk about some wish list items for the wild in 2024. And if we've got time, we'll look at who is getting coal in their stockings here this year. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and we're getting festive here today, and I stress I have not rehearsed this, and so I have no idea how this is going to go. Just put pen to paper and came up with what hopefully will be a fun bit to uh, start the show here. And I'm not a trained singer. So here goes. On the first day of Christmas, the wild gave to me a season full of inconsistency. On the second day of Christmas, the wild gave to me two head coaches and a season full of inconsistency. On the third day of Christmas, the wild gave to me Hattricks for Dewar and Hartman, two head coaches and a season full of inconsistency. On the fourth day of Christmas, the Wild gave to me John Merrill still here. Hattricks for Dewar and Hartman, two head coaches and a season full of inconsistency. On the fifth day of Christmas, the Wild gave to me five goals for Middleton. Why is John Merrill still here? Hattricks for Dewar and Hartman, two head coaches and a season full of inconsistency. On the sixth day of Christmas, the Wild gave to me Dakota Mermis sightings, five goals for Middleton. John Merrill's still here. Hattricks for Dewar and Hartman, two head coaches and a season full of inconsistency. On the seventh day of Christmas, the Wild gave to me Brock favors a stud. Dakota Mermis sightings. Five goals for Middleton. John Merrill is still here. Hattricks for Dewar and Hartman. Two head coaches and a season full of inconsistency. On the eighth day of Christmas, the Wild gave to me eight goals allowed to Dallas. Brock favors unreal. Dakota Mermis sightings. Five goals for Middleton. John Merrill is still on the roster. Hattricks for Dewar and Hartman, two head coaches, and a season full of inconsistency. On the ninth day of Christmas, the Wild gave to me nine one-goal losses, eight goals allowed by Dallas. Brock favors a stud. Dakota Mermis sightings, five goals for Middleton. 
John Merrill is still playing. Hattrick Sardour and Hartman, too, head coaches. And a season full of inconsistency on the 10th day of Christmas. The Wilds gave to me 10 goals for Rossi, 9 one-goal losses, 8 goals against Dallas. Brock favors a stud. Dakota Mermis sightings, 5 goals for Middleton. John Merrill is still playing. Hattrick Sardour and Hartman, too, head coaches. And a season full of inconsistency. On the 11th day of Christmas, the Wilds gave to me 11 points for Moose, 10 goals for Rossi, 9 one-goal losses, 8 goals allowed against Dallas. Brock favors a stud. Dakota Mermis sightings, 5 goals for Middleton. John Merrill is still somehow playing. Hattrick Sardour and Hartman, two head coaches. And a season full of inconsistency. On the 12th day of Christmas, the Wilds gave to me 12 games from Addison, 11 points for Moose, 10 goals for Rossi, 9 one-goal losses, 8 goals allowed against Dallas. Brock favors a stud. Dakota Mermis sightings, 5 goals for Middleton. John Merrill is still playing. Hattrick Sardour and Hartman, two head coaches, and a season full of inconsistency. How's that? Uh, that's the best I could come up with on short notice, but just looking at uh, some of my favorites from this list and the things, if you want to count things to be thankful for this holiday season from a Minnesota Wild perspective, you got to go with Brock Faber to start, who had just another one of those games against the Boston Bruins last night. Another 30-minute effort for him. And uh, we're going to go through some gifts for players uh, with Alex Micheletti coming up on Monday. We're going to go through and give out some gifts to particular wild players, and I think you're going to like what we give to Faber because he just continues to um, he just continues to rack up the minutes, and he doesn't show any signs of slowing down. So he's got to be up at the top of the list in terms of fortunate blessings for this season. Marco Rossi, second in the NHL in goals amongst rookies, getting to the 10-goal mark um, has been unreal as well. And so him being part of that, uh, being part of what has gone well for this team so far has, uh, has been another one of those fortunate things. But how about Jake Middleton? We haven't talked about this a ton because... I didn't really notice it as a thing until the last couple of games, but Middleton with five goals right now, and he continues to be a player who is adding more offense. It seems he's shooting more and he's shooting from closer in like he is. He kind of doubles as one of those net front guys for this wild team. He gets right up to the front of the net and he is, somebody that's shooting from close. He got the feed in the game against, uh, I think it was Pittsburgh. It was either Pittsburgh or the game directly before Pittsburgh, where he gets the feed from right up close and he just chips it in for another goal. And, you know, five goals right now. He's on pace for double digits. Will he get there? We'll see. But Middleton was always a defensive defenseman. And I think you see that, Players never stop evolving and um, adding to their their game. 
the more they grow. And Middleton is a huge testament to that by uh, being able to help this team out and give them some defensemen that can get points and can put pucks in the net as opposed to some of the other guys that, uh, that are continuing to um, continuing to get playing time. The other ones that uh, I threw in there just kind of for a laugh, of course, number four, uh, because uh, there's, there's a rendition of 12 days of Christmas called the 12 pains of Christmas. And I kind of tried to draw inspiration from that because the one guy who is, I think the second day and he's trying to rig the lights up and he just gets progressively more and more frustrated as the song goes on. Number four was my inspiration there because he continues to play. And, And Hey, I'll give a little credit that, wasn't responsible for any major breakdowns against Boston, but um, you, what you see is is very much what you get there. And I just feel like with number six on our list, Dakota Mermis, I feel like you would get a little more if we had more Mermis sightings. Didn't put the number because I it felt like six, but it turns out it was like 15. But the fact that he wears number six made that one okay. But, um, yeah, I, I I would love more Dakota Mermis sightings uh, for the Wilds as, uh, as the season unfolds. I don't want to spill too much of the wish list because some of these are wish list items that we um, will hope for for 2024. And so as we continue our holiday-themed episode of Locked on Wild, We'll discuss some of those wish list items that we hope for Minnesota here in the second half of the year as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities, whether it be Kirill Kaprizov getting back on track after a two-goal game and getting himself closer to the 40 or 50-goal plateau, the Minnesota Wild eventually hoisting the Stanley Cup, and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether players like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, or McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on NHL. Once again, we are your team each and every day. And I'll remind you, talked about it in the postcast last night and uh, talked about it yesterday on social media. Locked on Wild is up for the Hockey Podcast of the Year in the Sports Podcast Awards. You can find the link to vote in the description for today's episode. Make sure you take the time to vote if you have not already. I believe it is a one vote only, depending on the email address that you use. And uh, there's no, you don't need to sign up for anything. Uh, You just put in your information. They count your vote. But I believe it is a one vote only from a particular email address. 
But uh, please help get the word out so that we can uh, maybe finish 2023 with uh, an award and turn it into an award-winning podcast here on Locked on Wild. But just continuing our Christmas theme here today and going with some wish list items for the Minnesota Wilds for the back half of the season. And the first one on the list is probably the least likely, but I'm throwing it on the list anyway, because if you're putting your list together for Christmas, you do throw a couple of higher profile items on the list uh, in order to, you know, maybe there's a chance. Uh, Health. Health is number one on my list for the Wilds for the rest of the season for 2024 and beyond because holy cow have the wild missed some games played this season. Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodeen, Matt Zuccarello now out. Matt Boldy missed time early on in the season. Kirill Kaprizov that wasn't, he didn't miss games per se, but uh, was clearly hobbled early in the season. There's been a lot of critical minutes that have been missed by Minnesota Wild players so far this season. And my hope is that that does not continue into 2023-2024. Because even though it is going to be incredibly difficult for this team, and it's something that we just, I don't think, realistically expect, it's going to be very tough for this team, especially considering the slow start to get themselves in postseason position and make a run in the playoffs. I don't think we're deluding ourselves into thinking that this team is legitimately going to compete for a Stanley Cup this year. I don't think anybody is is going to that level. But some of these games, when they have players that are just, you've got six guys out of the lineup, they get to where it's not fun to watch. And so having guys in the lineup just makes it so that the product is better win or lose. If you've got six guys out, you can't expect that you're going to be able to all oh, wait. The wild did against Boston last night. They had several players out of the lineup and they still were able to compete. But again, the point being that I don't want any of the key guys to sustain any sort of injuries here down the stretch because it's just this team does not have the depth at the moment to be able to offset some of those things. And so that's tops on the list. Number two on the list is a strong finish for the two rookies that are in the lineup right now. Marco Rossi, Brock Faber, strong push for those guys down the stretch. And from Rossi's perspective, how great for his confidence would it be if in a season in which things have been roller coasterish as you heard in our 12 days of wild christmas rendition how great would it be for his confidence to be able to finish the season at between 20 and 30 goals he's on pace for 30 right now how great would it be for him to get to that mark and just to erase any of the doubts that he can be a contributing nhler um with this team it would be great for that, just for his confidence, for us watching to be able to see him uh, get rewarded for a lot of hard work. 
with a ton of goals here down the stretch would be great. On the Brock Faber side of things, we just see this young player that is a budding elite defenseman at the NHL level with all that he does right now, all that he's going to think about all that he's going to be able to continue to add to his repertoire as he goes. Sky is truly the limit for what Brock Faber can accomplish at the NHL level. And so if he continues to perform well, continues to meet all of the asks that are given of him, He's going to have a fantastic season here. And, you know, I keep saying it. It's not going to shock me in the slightest if at least one wild player is a Calder Trophy finalist this year. I know Connor Bedard is the odds on favorite, and it's going to take a lot to convince the committee or however they vote for it. It's going to take a lot to convince, um, those voters to not go with Bedard, regardless of what he finishes with as the season unfolds. So the fact that you got two rookies that are contributing tremendously uh, is great. And I hope that continues in 2024. I also have a hope on the wish list that this is the build off of it game for Kirill Kaprizov, the two goals, Against Boston, they both came close to the net, gets to those dirty areas, and he gets rewarded with goals in both situations. My hope is that he is able to springboard that into getting back to what we have expected of him the last few seasons. And I thought it was interesting after the game last night, Maroon, when they were handing out the Viking helmet, talked about how it was good to see Kaprizov um, smile again after a good performance because you know it's no different than if you are like i'll use golf as the example because i golf quite regularly there's nothing worse than having a round go off the rails and you're trying to play through it but you just you get so focused in on all the negative things that are going on it stops becoming fun it becomes more of a burden than actually going out there and enjoying, you know, in the golf perspective, you're out there on a nice day. You're not cooped up at home, but once you get your brain out of that mode of every shot that I hit is just not going where I want it to. This is just the worst. I hate golf. Or in this case, maybe Kaprizov saying that hockey has stopped being fun. The moment you can get your brain to get out of that mode and move on and just go back to having fun, that that is a huge weight off of his shoulders. And I hope it continues because if this wild team is going to do anything in the back half of the season, they will need him to be leading the way as the season unfolds. So that's on my wish list as well. And the other thing on my wish list, it's a short list because we're going to talk about some other things here to finish off the show that will have a bunch of other things involved. My wish, my final wish for the rest of the season 
we'll see if I get it here after Christmas, is just some level of consistency for this wild power play. Now, Marcus Johansson scored a power play goal against Boston, and he did a great job of, on the initial shot, just getting to an area right in front of Allmark, and the rebound caroms right to him, um, and he's able to bury it. So we the Wild had gone like 10 games without a power play goal. How about we just get it to where you maybe score a power play goal every two or three games? And you don't go through these lulls where you're like 0 for 40, and then you have these other instances where you're 15 for 20. Let's just spread it out. Let's just spread it out and uh, and try to get some butter on both sides of the toast as opposed to just one glob on one side. And one final thing, one final thing on the wish list is puck luck. Wild got some of that against Boston. Holy crap, there has been a lack of puck luck for the Wild throughout this season so far. Whether it be the puck literally caroming off of three players and going right to Sidney Crosby for the go-ahead goal against the Penguins Monday night, or all of these one-timers that the Wild have missed because the puck just bounces a little bit, can we get back to just... I'm not even saying like above average puck luck. I'm just saying like normal levels, not dead last on the list in terms of a luck rate. Just normal levels of puck luck will help this team win some games too. So that's my wish list. Now, who's getting coal? I got a couple of names. So we'll talk about those lumps of coal. As we finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel, official sportsbook of the NFL. As the weather gets colder everywhere except here in Minnesota, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is incredibly easy to use. There are a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And the Minnesota Wilds next play tomorrow night against the Montreal Canadiens. And if you are so inclined to toss a little cash at that game, the Minnesota Wilds currently uh, check in at minus 215 on the money line, which means they are heavy favorites. And that if you bet $215, you will win 100. The Montreal Canadiens at plus 176. And the Minnesota Wild as one goal and a half favorites uh, here in the game. But, you know, another way that you can go as well, I love to go with the uh, anytime goal scorers uh, here in this one, but let's just stick with will there be overtime? Yes, plus 390, no, minus 600. That's what I like to hear because you shouldn't go to overtime against the Montreal Canadiens. Whichever of those options you choose, make sure you head to fanduel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
Welcome back to today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And make sure you check out Locked On Sports Today, the first of its kind 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube with all of the biggest stories throughout the day featuring your favorite Locked On experts. Locked On Sports Today is available on YouTube. And again, it's 24-7 sports. So if you are looking for your fix, Locked On Sports Today is a great spot to go. Uh, you can uh, find the Locked On Sports Minnesota 24-7 streaming channel um, that is uh, redirected after you finish watching today's episode. So make sure to check those out because I, when I say first of its kind, I mean it in that Locked On Wilds, uh, Locked On continues to just push the envelope in terms of what we offer for all of you sports fans. Well, now I have to put on my Grinch hat because there have been some things, obviously, that have not gone according to plan so far for the Minnesota Wild this season. And so lumps of coal, I mean, I've got two, really, that I'm going to hand out because it's one thing to have struggles that, you know, players slumps for a handful of games. But a lot of these guys have broken out of those slumps and have uh, gotten back to performing at the levels that we had expected that they would. So I have three lumps of coal that I'm going to hand out here this Christmas. And one of them is going to make me seem incredibly bitter. I'm not. Wink, wink, I am. So let's hand out the first lump of coal to Commissioner Gary Bettman. because. Once again, every season, we are reminded of the fact that he and the Board of Governors retroactively punished the Minnesota Wild after the signings of Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter. Retroactively punished by adding in the contract stipulations in which cap recapture penalties suddenly existed and that the NHL tried to crack down on that length of contract while the contracts were going on. So if somebody does something at work, if somebody does something in a workplace setting that the upper management wants to punish them for, how many times do you go to the person that did that thing, especially if it wasn't like, let's let's just say somebody leaves rotten food in the break room fridge you don't make them eat it you just throw it away and say hey going forward let's not do this you don't make the person that accidentally left the food in the fridge eat it in front of everybody and so the fact that the nhl said hey we can't do these contracts anymore and here's why and now because you did Congratulations, you get to abide by these stipulations um, in the event that these players retire before their contracts are up, which, let's be honest, 13-year deals, it's highly likely that that was going to be the case. But Gary Bettman gets the uh, first lump of coal because every season we are reminded of just how much of a pain that whole thing is. And so Bettman gets the first. And uh, the other two go to our favorite defenseman, 
who we talked about at length in the 12 Days of Wild Christmas for one of them. And then for the other, um, it's I've, I've talked with people on Twitter about this. It seems like a competition because just when you think one has maybe been stabilized to where it's not going to be a just a complete liability. Then the other comes in and does something where you're like, okay, yeah, no, he's he's the worst one we have. And it just has gone on in perpetuity. Please get better, Jared Spurgeon. Please come back so that we can go to not having one of those guys in the lineup. And then all of a sudden, your top four, Spurgeon, Middleton, Faber, Bogosian, and to be honest, there's no reason that Damon Hunt should come out of the lineup. You just have to accept that those two are not playable together, let alone one or the other. And you have Dakota Mermis just sitting on the bench. There needs to be an understanding that it's not a playable situation for 33 or for four. And so those are the other two lumps of coal that I'm going to hand out here before the Christmas season is finished because how many times have we seen it this year and how many times are we going to continue to see it? The more they stay in the lineup, it's not working. So let's get a new third pairing of Damon Hunt and Dakota Mermis. How about that for a Chris? How about that for a new year's resolution? Dakota Mermis and Damon Hunt. Say it with me, folks. Dakota Mermis, Damon Hunt. Dakota Mermis, Damon Hunt. Dakota Mermis, Damon Hunt. Speak it into existence. If we channel it from a thoughts perspective and just continue to will it into existence, it will happen. That is my hope for the rest of this season. And uh, we'll see if any of those presents get opened when we uh, chat with Alex Micheletti coming up for uh, your Monday Christmas Day special episode of Locked on Wild. Uh, we will have episodes between now and then, but I just want to highlight the uh, fun Christmassy type things that we will be doing here over the next few days. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Once again, I thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day for sticking with us throughout the entirety of this season. Make sure that you click the link in the description to vote for Locked on Wild for the best hockey podcast and the sports podcast awards. Voting goes until January 28th, so we'll continue to plug this as we get closer. But uh, we will continue to keep you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild news and notes as we move through the rest of the week into 2024. You can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On podcast network.